Welcome to Season 2 of Who the Hell Are You? on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, which offers a look inside the troubled minds and darkened hearts of those who work within motor racing. Our guest this episode is Joseph Newgarden, a fine example of a person who was interviewed. Joseph Newgarden said many things while answering approximately 50 questions, some of which have required prolific editing and censoring. Of all the things we learned about Joseph Newgarden, the most troubling was and as a reminder from season one, the conversation you are about to hear is, at times, adult in nature. It would not, for example, be a series to listen to with your grandson. So stop listening now if you are pious or easily offended. Live from wherever this was recorded in 2018, it's Joseph Newgarden. Hey. We're about to find out who the hell you are. What is your full name? My full name is yes. Joseph Nikolai Newgarden. Interesting. J-N-N. J-N squared. However you want to think of it. Could be the call letters for a future cable news network. <laughs> Maybe. What is your birthplace and date? Uh, my birthplace is Nashville, Tennessee, and I was born on December 22nd, 1990. That is a good month. It's that a great a month. month. It's my, probably my favorite month of the year. I really enjoy Christmas. As it should be. And getting time. birthday and Christmas presents. Yeah, that's you know honestly, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a big birthday person. I'm really not. Like I don't, I don't mind birthdays, but I love Christmas. Christmas is great. You got food, you've got festivities. Uh, I grew up in Tennessee, so it's generally a bit cold. Um, you, you sometimes get snow. You know, when you were a kid, you always look forward to the snow days for school. So there's just something about Christmas that I've always loved. This it's definitely my t- favorite time of year. Are you a fan of Christmas movies? Oh yes. Very much so. Um, We're going I, off script already. I just learned this I, a couple years ago. I didn't realize Die Hard was a Christmas movie. I had refuted that at first. Now I get it. Okay, it's at Christmas time. They're having a Christmas party during the movie. Nakatomi Corporation, I believe. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, so now that's one of my favorite Christmas movies because I've always liked Die Hard. Um, Bruce Willis in his new Comedy Central roast insisted at the end, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, but... His approval really doesn't matter. It, I, I think about 85% of the internet feels it's a Christmas movie, which, you know, at the end of the day, that's all that really matters now, I guess, right? The internet is always right. The internet is always correct. So I'm just going to go with that. How many languages do you speak and what are they? Uh, I speak 1.25 languages. One is English and the 0.25 is Danish, which is where my mother's from. I am unfortunately not fluent in Danish, which is sad. Because half my family still lives in Denmark. Um, but when I was a kid, it, it's difficult in a household. My mother's fully Danish. My dad is fully American. And so to, to learn Danish as a kid was, I think, tough. You know, so If both parents are from Denmark, then it's a little easier. And you're living in America. You learn your English in school. You speak Danish at home. And we didn't really do that. My mom kind of regrets not having pushed harder to teach us Danish, uh, especially as a kid where you can absorb things so much easier. So I know a little bit, but I, I need to be better. I need to be better. So when I go visit my family over there, I'm, I'm a little bit more fluent. A possible Christmas gift, Rosetta Stone. Yes. I've, been, I, I've used different, I've used different um, language learning uh, kits or programs. Um, I've not used Rosetta Stones, but I need to apply myself more, Marshall. I'll be honest. I have... Uh, I've lacked applying myself and learning the language. Are you left or right-handed? I'm right-handed. That's an incorrect answer. 
Are you left-handed or are you right-handed? Left-handed, naturally. That's yeah, are the naturally. best people. <laughs> All the special people in the world are left-handed. Scientifically proven. <laughs> if the purge ever becomes ratified by the government, oh dear, who are you taking out first? Oh my gosh. I that's, know you have a list. That's a great. That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. Who would I take out? I mean, is there a driver in a race? I think I would flip it. I'd be like, I'm not going to take anyone out. I'm just going to focus on making maximum security. I would be more concerned about how hunkered down I am for 24 hours than who am I going to go after. I would be on defense, hardcore. Less killing rampage, more self-protectionism. It'd be full-on protect myself. You know. I mean, I almost think if you're going to go after someone, you do it not during the purge because that's when they're least expecting it. You know, you, but you don't have the free pass of well, not you going. Don't have the free pass. It's what you just got to be better at. It. You got to be better at it. Look, it's almost harder to kill someone during the purge. They're prepared for someone to come after that's you. That's a great point you know that hasn't I mean? been raised so far. If if the that's how I would look at it. I'd be like, "Look, I'd rather not get caught and have a great mission and plan in place of getting someone." than having to do it on a day when everyone's trying to kill everybody. It's just, I'm on defense that day. Joseph Newgarden, the babyface assassin. You got to be smarter than, than everyone. What is the most useful app you've downloaded on your phone? I actually have to look. I really need to look now. I, I use and so we many... assume you have the finest Verizon products naturally. Oh, 100%, of course. It, it really, that's how it starts, Marshall. It starts with fantastic service. And with Verizon and particularly their new 5G network, which is going to be coming to North America worldwide. That's really where the service starts. Um, I would love to push back, but I am currently staring at my iPhone 10 or X with AT&T service, and you can look and see that I am struggling to have two bars. How many bars do you have right now? Five. I literally have five bars. So this isn't actually a sales. I really, pitch. I truly have five bars. Superior. Thank you, um, my most. Th back to your question. My most use. You said useful, right? That you've downloaded, not that, that came downloaded. with the phone, but one that you've gone and found. It's a really tough question because I, I use so many apps. I, I think the apps that I use m most frequently now. A person like, who could break down a corner inch by inch with ease. The, most useful app. Difficult American. question. <laughs> exactly. American Airlines. I think I probably use the American Airlines app the most often because I live in Charlotte now. I fly American Airlines because it's a hub. I'm on that thing 24-7. I mean, anything travel-related or money-related is what I use. American Airlines, National for rental cars. Um, the New Garden G5 Jet Amex. still being I use my Amex app still in the, the shop. All, I, so I don't, yeah, I don't know what... I don't know what else I use that much other than the, the kind of standard stuff that everybody uses. No Tinder, Grinder. None of that. More on the more on the gram and the tweeter. Wow, the tweeter boxes. The book of face. What is your favorite musician or band today? Uh, I think probably my favorite band is Coldplay. I really like Coldplay. I've always liked Coldplay ever since I was younger. Um, it reminds me of go-karting because when Coldplay came out with the album X and Y, I used to listen to that album the night before we would travel to Indianapolis. Me and my dad, when I was like 13, we, I used to listen to that album before we would travel the day, the next day to go to Indy and race carts. And so it really reminds me of, of just racing, you know, and when I loved going to race go-karts when I was a young kid. So that they've, they've always been one of my favorite bands. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of 80s music. I don't, I don't know why. I just really like the vibe. Hair metal, synth. Both. I mean, I want... Boy I, George. I probably want more... Wham. Synth. Like, if you look 
if you look at my iTunes account, I have multiple accounts that are like 80s super hits, Naked Eyes, Tina Turner, Simple Minds, uh, Billy Idol, heck yes. This um, is impressive. Duran Duran. This is multi-dimensional. Uh, it's, it's really terrible, actually, when you look at it. Also, really like R&B. Boys to Men is one of my favorite groups. I have their greatest hits, and I listen to it quite often. You're already a fascinating character here, Joseph Newgarden. I just always forget about this stuff. I actually have to look at my phone because I have some good music that I like, but people don't know about it. More you should share on the gram and the Twitter box. <laughs> Probably so, yeah. I should open up. Joseph Newgarden, have you ever been catfished or catfished someone? Uh, catfishing someone would be quite fun. I've not done that. I really... I really want to at some point. Maybe like uh, it's just you know it's hard. You got to find a victim. You got to put a plan in place. You got to commit. I a think pacifist be- when it comes to the purge, yet false online profiles and monkeying with people's love. Well, it's a great prank. It's a great. It's a great prank if you look at it that way. It can't go too far, Marshall. See? If there's one thing we've learned from watching MTV's Catfished, all of those who've been catfished, what do they always say? That was a great prank. That was hilarious. <laughs> I see, like, Simon Pagino. I would love to catfish Simon. I think that'd be funny. You know? He would fall for it, too, wouldn't he? 100%. He is so gullible. 100% he'd fall for it. But, yeah, I probably will never do that. How many days has it been since your last drink? Since my last drink? Drink. Ooh, long time. I think I've had alcohol, which the last time I did have alcohol was uh, Big Machine Vodka, if you're asking. Um, which is a which is a great, great spirit. You often put that in your drink bottle in your race car, from what I've been I told. Do not that is illegal. I would. It's a great idea. I think it's uh, should be championed, but it's it's currently not allowed. Um, yeah, it's been I don't, probably a good five or six months. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I don't. I think I've only had alcohol both both hands, two hands full of times. In my life, I, I didn't have. You're a drink. missing six fingers, so the, that's only four. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the the first time I I think I was twenty. It was like twenty four. The first time I had a drink. A late bloomer. Yeah, man. I don't really drink. I'm not a big drinker. But you know, if I do drink, then yeah, big machine vodka. That's that's probably my drink of choice. As a teen, where did you hide the porn stash? No paper. Okay. No paper trail. When I was a kid, you had to go cyber. Okay. You had to be able to get rid of it. It'd be covert, which. It was cutting edge at the time that I was growing up, okay? You know, this was like a new thing. Magazines, you didn't have to have, you didn't have to have the liability of paperwork or loose articles, okay? So there was none of that. It was more about how do I clear this web browser, okay? And make sure that no one's running any. You knew the shortcuts on how to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to be, you got to be smooth. You know, people should just be honest. Everyone in their life at some point has looked at porn. It's just, it's happened. You know? Gandhi, from what I heard, he as well. Strong proponent. Strong proponent. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah, it's, it's totally happened before. Yeah. But in the past. In the past. In the past. Yeah, of correct. Course. Well, I don't need it anymore. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. You're a, you're a have, champion. You're successful. You have... I have a loving girlfriend. A, a girlfriend who loves you. Exactly. There's no all need needs for all that. satisfied. Yeah, there's, all, there's no need for those fake thrills anymore in life do you have any tattoos no tattoos that is a correct answer so you know what's interesting i i actually appreciate tattoos i think 
some people look really good with tattoos. Yes. If you're a tattoo person, I'm a big fan. I think they look really nice on some people. I don't think I'm that person. You know, I'm a little bit more fair skin, which doesn't mean you can't have tattoos, but I just don't think it fits me. And I probably won't ever get a tattoo. Never say never, but I, I don't think I will. Make America Great Again tramp stamp? No? <laughs> Pro- probably low, low probability Okay, what I would say. Who should you call right now and apologize to or make amends with? Ooh, probably, um, uh, probably my mom. And, and uh, this is not because I've done anything necessarily wrong. I just, I am bad at calling my mother is, is the thing. As I've gotten older, I don't keep, keep in touch with my mom as much, which is, I don't think it's a good thing. You should probably, you know, keep tabs, you know, with your mom, your dad. You should, uh, you know, stay connected, make sure everyone's good, check in more often. I should check in more often. Hashtag call your mother, Joseph. That, that could be a new campaign. Call your moms. Make sure she's good. Make sure she don't need anything. Which TV show have you watched more than any other? Family Guy. It's my favorite. It's just a, it's an easy go-to. Something else you have in common with a teammate. Oh, probably, probably Pagno. Who learned. That's where he learned English. Learn English. Yeah, he did tell me that, which is hilarious. What a great television show to learn English. <laughs> if only his accent was like the lead character, well, actually any of the characters, but if he spoke like Peter with that thick Boston accent as oh a gosh. Frenchman, How amazing would that, that be? would be the best. What's the worst thing you've read about yourself? Oh, again, hard to, it's hard, it's always difficult for me to recollect these things, but I've seen comments before. It's impossible not to read comments and, and see some, what some people say. Um, I mean, you'll read things like, you know, this was, I think it's more like when your integrity is put into question where people might not fully understand the, the, the complete context of a situation and they just assume that you've done something maliciously, whether that's on or off the racetrack. Because most of our stuff's on, you know, revolves around racing. So you'll hear things where people think you've done something maliciously or you did it on purpose or you're a bad person um, or you're a mean individual. And, and a lot of times it's not the case. There's, there's more to the situation. Uh, I can't recollect... I can't recollect a certain situation at this point, but there's been times where people have been mad at me. We'll definitely look at something I can write that yeah, might satisfy that. It's it's out there. I just have to be reminded of it. What does your perfect meal consist of? Ooh, probably Japanese food. Big sushi fan. Uh, so a perfect meal for me would probably be a nice, oh, let's say, um, Idomai meal. You know, which Idomai is Tokyo-style sushi. I was trying to explain this to someone because they got mad at me last night. I was talking about Tokyo-style sushi. And they're like, that's not a thing. All sushi is the same. my sushi is, is like... With- Gas station sushi doesn't qualify as all no. sushi. Yeah, and eat, with like, when you'd go to Tokyo, their, their version of like fast food was Edomai. You'd go into like a, a sushi bar, and the, the chefs would feed you one piece. in, And so Edo means uh, Tokyo, and Mai means in front. And, you know, that's what they did. The chefs would, would serve you one piece of fish on your dish, and you wouldn't use soy sauce or soy sauce or anything like that. And it's just really, you know, nigiri sushi. You wouldn't get rolls or anything like this. This is very Americanized stuff here in America. So I really like Edomai sushi. It's traditional. Um, generally, it's omakase, which is chef's choice. So you don't even have a say in what you're getting. They just give you the freshest fish they have for the day. So that, that would be one of my, my perfect meals. That might be your most impressive answer to any question so most far. Most people would not know how educated I am on Japanese food. <laughs> have you ever had Japanese potato salad? I haven't, no. The best I've ever had of any style. Really? Almost whipped. 
Where do you get it? Like in a 7-Eleven over there? Which people also don't realize 7-Elevens are very nice in Japan. Growing up, we had two Japanese exchange students stay with us at different times, and one of them was an excellent cook, and she made Japanese potato salad once. I've only had it once. Okay. Well, I have to look. At, I'm going to Japan in a, in a month from now for vacation, so I'm going to look this up. I'm going to find some Japanese Bring, potato salad. If I, if I find a FedEx, a refrigerated FedEx box, I'll know that you found the I'll, good I'll stuff. I'll send it back to you, yeah. What is your biggest pet peeve, Joseph Newgarden? Probably driving stuff, man, like on the road. It, this is a typical driver answer, so it's not as fun. But it is infuriating. Having had the opportunity to live in other countries outside of America, England is the most uh, prominent place that I lived or the long, longest standing place that I lived outside of America. And it, it's infuriating to me that people in all of Europe you know, and the United Kingdom, um, just Europe as a whole, they're so much more aware of their surroundings and what's going on. And they're way more uh, considerate of other people on the road. And in, Nor in North America, people are terrible. Just the terrible for... The phrase lane discipline is something you hear frequently in the it's UK. It's horrible. Like, it's fine if you want to be in the left lane, but just be aware that if someone's coming up behind you, that's quicker. You can move over, and then you can move back. And that's what, you know, it's not necessarily that people don't run the left lane or in the UK, the right lane, for instance. But you just have to get out of that lane when someone quicker is coming. So that, that is the most infuriating thing to me is the, the awareness of people in America. Do you collect anything as a hobby? Do I collect? Uh, you know, I did. I, uh, Other than IndyCar wins. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've been working on those, the collection. Um, I, I, for a brief moment, I was collecting tea slash coffee mugs, which I found fun. You know, anywhere you go, you can generally get a unique tea or coffee mug. Um, I kind of slowed down. I don't collect as much anymore. How many do you have? I don't know. Probably 40, 40 or 50. So it's a, it's a, it's a decent-sized collection, but it's not like 400 or something. So I may start that back up. That, that's been my thing. Some guys have some really cool stuff. Like Hinchcliffe, he collects lighters, really cool lighters. He's an arsonist, though, so that makes sense. He is. He's a little daredevil. Um, and he has a bunch of them. But, yeah, that, that tea or coffee mugs is a big thing I've done. What is your most destructive personality trait? Mm, like self-destructive, like what could be worse for the worst Something for me? that you tear yourself down with, holding you back possibly. Oh, perfection, 100%. I'm way too much of a perfectionist, and it's it it holds me back sometimes because when I was younger, it was really bad. Like if I couldn't do something perfectly, I wouldn't want to do it at all, and so that leads to procrast to procrastination, right? You know, you start procrastinating. You're like, well, I can't do it well, so I don't want to do it at all. Um, and you have to get through that. You know, everything's not going to be perfect. And, and sometimes things just need to be done. And even if they're not going to get done perfectly, well, they still have to be done. So that, that, could, that can be my biggest downfall sometimes is perfection. Getting towards the finish line on who the hell are you, Joseph Newgarden. Is there a word you constantly misspell? There used to be. I used to mess up your and your, you know. Your uh, was was really bad. That might was. be the number one driver misspelling. Yeah. Your your. I've learned the internet teaches you. About six or seven years ago, I got really good at not ever messing that up again. And it's hard sometimes because when you text or you write something on the internet, keyboards are so automatic to just plug in something for you, and you don't realize it all the time. But yeah, I've I've corrected that thing. Um, what else? That's more of a grammar problem than a spelling issue, but. I, yeah, spelling-wise, I, I probably I misspell a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I have to Google, which is sad. I should probably get better at spelling. Word learning, good. 
Yeah, it, me no speak so well. <laughs> so. Good. Mouth talk face. If you had one minute to speak with President Trump, what would you say to him? Um, I, would a- I would ask him, do you have any regrets? And I'd be curious what his answer is. That's probably what I'd say. Just asking you right now. If I had 10 minutes to prep, I'm sure I would come up with something more. But Is there one movie that no matter how many times you've seen it, when it comes on, you'll stop and watch? Oh, yeah, there's many. Uh, Step Brothers, easily. Whenever that's on, it's like I'm watching it. It could be 70 minutes in, and I'm watching the end of that. That Catalina wine mixer. Catalina, I'm ready. Writing, writing checks and snapping necks. Let's go. Uh, Ace Ventura, either or. Probably When Nature Calls is more my favorite, but Ace Ventura. Really? Sure. Yeah. Have you ever done important business calls or interviews over the phone at home in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, so, so my office is downstairs in my basement, and I have a bathroom right next door. There's a lot of times where... I'll get an important call and I'm just, I'm in the bathroom and I'm on the bathroom and there's a secret here. It's actually really easy to manage the situation for anyone that needs help with this. If, if I'm using the bathroom, number two, for instance, number one's, even number one's fine. If I like, say I'm on an hour phone call and I have to pee, no problem. I'm going to put you on speaker. I'm going to, I'm going to finish whatever I need to say in the conversation. I'm going to let the other person take over. I'm going to mute my phone. I'm going to pee. Then maybe I pause because I have to say something back. I'll unmute it. I'll say something. Then I'll let the other person talk again. Then I'll mute it again flush, wash hands really quick, get out of the bathroom, then unmute it and continue the conversation. So look, if you need to like, you don't want to hear anything and your phone's quite sensitive, just mute it real quick. You can, you can, you can double task for sure. That is a ninja-like description of something I do at least three times a day. Okay. I'm so happy to hear other people do this because you got to, you know, you got to go when you got to go and you're on an hour conversation, phone calls, it happens. UFC, WWE, or monster trucks? Great question. Um... I think I, I've sadly never been to any of those. Isn't that terrible? I would really like to go to Monster Trucks. I've heard it's incredible. That's probably first on my list, but the other two, and then WWE right behind that, UFC would probably be last, but I'd like to see all three. Folks might hear the sounds of engines warming in the background. You need to go earn your money in qualifying here at Portland, so we are actually going to mash the throttle. Two final questions. Who in this world do you trust most? Uh, definitely my parents. I have very good parents. Um, they've always had my back. I think they've always had my best interest. I'm not saying they've always made the right decisions, but they've always had my best interest at heart. Their management fee is only 90% it's, of your income? It's, it's fair. 92%, but Not, it's oh. very reasonable. <laughs> um, but I, I trust my parents for sure the most in this world. They, you know, If you have good parents, that's, that's an easy pick. Final question for you, Joseph Newgarden, which we know you've been prepped on in advance. I have been prepped on this. If you were sentenced to death by overconsumption, which would you choose? Death by cheeseburger or death by job? Okay, so I've, I, I was prepped on this 10 minutes ago, maybe 30 minutes ago to be fair. Here's where I'm at on this, okay? It truly depends on the timeline. You know, this flips very quickly. Sometimes it takes priority. Sometimes a cheeseburger takes priority. It with a, If you're a male, truly changes very quickly. You could have just had a job, and what you want immediately afterwards is a cheeseburger. So it depends on when I've been sentenced to death. It if could I, also be age-dependent. Depending on how old you are, you might have had an, enough of one to where the other is maybe the thing you true, covet more. true. You know, it changes. It, people change. You know, priorities in life. You just—it's a very tricky question. 
I think both together would be nice, but if that's not uh, that's not allowed, I'm probably gonna go with um, probably gonna go with jobs. If there was one reason why you have become an IndyCar champion at such a young age, I believe we now have the answer contained in the final question. I have nothing else for you. I don't know what else you can learn from this. I can say after approximately 50 questions, Joseph Newgarden, we have a better idea of who the hell you are. Thank you for having me, Marshall.